It's Wednesday, February 16th, and this is Good Will Talk Daily. Well, today we are back in 2 Timothy chapter 1, and believe it or not, we are almost done with the first chapter of 2 Timothy. I hope you've been enjoying the journey thus far, if you've been with us every step of the way. If you have not, that is okay just jump in today. You don't have to worry about um, catching up or going back and listening to others. You're not behind. Let's just dive in together. It is about a few minutes together in the scriptures, allowing God to speak to us. Second Timothy chapter one, and today verses 16 and 17. Pretty crazy, I know, but we're going to do two whole verses in one sitting today. They go together. I hope they encourage you. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 16 and 17. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus. Onesiphorus, there's a good name for you. For he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he arrived in Rome, he searched for me earnestly and found me. Paul is contrasting. Onesiphorus with Phygelus and Hermogenes. Phygelus and Hermogenes were two men who had led a movement in the Church of Asia, the Galatia region, Syria, perhaps even Antioch itself, had led this movement to turn their back on Paul, and Paul fears turn their back on the gospel itself. Contrasting them is Onesiphorus. Now, Onesiphorus has been um, apparently searching for Paul until he found him in Rome. Now, his arrest, Paul's arrest and his imprisonment was not exactly widespread news outside of Christian circles. And where Paul was being held was not exactly published for everybody to know. So Onesiphorus had to go looking. He had to try and find him. Because how are you going to care for somebody who's in prison when you don't even know where they are. Now, Onesiphorus is only mentioned in this letter, so we don't have a whole lot to go on, but we do know that he appears to be the head of a household, and that would mean that he has most likely a wife and children, perhaps even people who work in the home as servants, extended family, Depending on how old he is, maybe he has grandchildren living in the household as well. But he leaves his household and goes to Rome to search for him. And he often, Paul says, refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. Now, to refresh someone who's in prison has two meanings to it. We often think of the spiritual meaning, and it's true. If you haven't seen somebody in a long time and you're having a really rough day or week or period of a few weeks, then you know how nice it is, how refreshing it is to see a friendly face and to have good conversation. Onesiphorus does this for Paul. But I think there might also be a more literal meaning here. Roman prisoners were often supposed to care for their own needs. There was no food and 
maybe not even water provided to prisoners by the Romans. In the kind of prison that Paul is in, different than the prison that he's in at the end of the book of Acts, which is more like a house arrest. The kind of prison he's in now is probably this grimy, terrible little place, no food and no real clean water. You relied on friends and family members then to provide these things for you when you are in prison, which means the betrayal of others cuts deep. It's not just a spiritual, relational betrayal, but Paul's very needs now are lacking, except for Onesiphorus. Onesiphorus shows up, and Onesiphorus, he cares for Paul and refreshes him. Onesiphorus is a man that can be an example to us today. How do we refresh and care for our suffering brothers and sisters around the world or next door? I think we'd be surprised at how many of our brothers and sisters are really hurting in the congregation for a variety of reasons. Some of them are hurting relationally. They're going through really hard, dark periods. Maybe they're struggling with mental health, struggling with illness. Well, how refreshing would it be for you to simply spend some time with them, to listen, to encourage? You know, our Stephen ministers do a great job of this. This is why we have Stephen ministry, to come alongside people who go through really difficult times, to make sure that they don't have to go through them alone. And a Stephen minister comes alongside to refresh, to refresh. How do we do that for one another? What kind of relationships have we built within the church that allow us to know when somebody is hurting like this so that we can come alongside and encourage and help and love? Too often, I think, people expect that the pastors or the elders, that they're going to be the ones to do it. And we try. We try to meet as many of the relational needs as we can. But honestly, it is more effective when the congregation cares for one another. When you care for your brothers and sisters by just checking in, making phone calls. You haven't seen somebody in a little while, you want to know how they're doing, why don't you call them? Send them a quick message on social media. Just check in. How are you doing? You doing okay? I haven't seen you in a while. Last time I saw you, you looked a bit bothered. You looked a bit stressed. Is there a way I can pray for you? Anything I can do to help? You know, what's also true is we may be shocked to know how many people in our congregation are struggling materially as well and need material assistance. Again, the church, we do all that we can to help people who are hurting financially or materially. But how do we do that for one another in the pews? How can we refresh one another that way? Well, well, here's one thing that will get in the way of us being able to do it, even as we ask the question, being ashamed of our hurting brothers and sisters. Have you ever seen somebody who seems to be in pain relationally, mentally, emotionally, and been kind of weirded out by it, ashamed of it? It's okay if you have. Jesus shows us grace. Have you ever been ashamed of brothers and sisters who maybe don't have as much as you? People who materially, financially need a little more help than you? How do you use what you have for others? Onesiphorus 
refreshed Paul and was not ashamed of his chains. Paul's condition did not scare off Onesiphorus. The condition of our brothers and sisters ought not scare us off either. Somebody struggling with anxiety and depression, don't be scared off. Walk with them through it. Somebody really struggling financially, struggling to make sure that they are making ends meet, don't be ashamed of them. Walk with them. It's a challenge to us to make sure that we are looking out, searching for those who are hurting, that we might be a comfort. Notice, Onesiphorus wasn't just walking by and happening to see Paul in the prison. He searched him out, searched hard until he found the place where Paul was being held, that he might care for him. Would we be looking for needs within our own congregation in that same way? Look for people who are hurting that you might be able to care for the need of your brother and sister. It is hard. It asks a lot. But oh, the Lord is pleased when we love each other in this way. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the example of Onesiphorus. We thank you that he went searching for Paul and found him. And when he found Paul in need, he was a refreshment to Paul relationally and materially because he was not ashamed of Paul's condition, was not ashamed of the chains, was not ashamed of the imprisonment, but instead showed Paul love, meeting Paul's needs relationally and physically. Paul prayed that Onesiphorus and his household would be blessed by you for what he had done for Paul. I pray the same now. Would you bless those who go searching for needs within our congregation that they might be met, that they may be met with refreshment and would not allow shame to get in the way of the good work that you're doing in their lives. Bless those who search for ways to show mercy and compassion to their brothers and sisters. Bless us, Lord. Would we be those ones, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. It's great to see you. We'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of Goodwill Talk Daily.